This week's episode, we're tackling financial red flags to consider before you say I do. Does your spouse or your future spouse not have a bomb credit score and you're ready to send them to the left to the left? In my opinion, there are deeper financial matters to be concerned about besides a three-digit number. Credit scores and the amount of debt that we're carrying are all controllable variables that only reveal what's most important, which is our behavior and our mindset. I wouldn't say that these scenarios that I'm going to bring up are deal breakers or signs that you might need to cancel your wedding, but if you want to biblically and successfully navigate these real-life scenarios, then stay tuned and keep on listening. You're listening to the Make Your Money One Show, where Christian couples get comfortable talking about money so that they avoid fights and learn to work a financial plan together. What up, guys? I'm your host, Raquette, and welcome back to another episode of the Make Your Money One Show. You see, my passion and my mission is to help dope millennial engaged in newlywed couples get comfortable talking about money so that they don't fight over divorce causing money fights. And I'm so excited to announce that this episode is sponsored by the Money and Marriage One-on-One Workshop. This fun-filled night out equips engaged and newlywed couples to talk, create, and stick to a money plan they both love. So for more information and to find out which city I'll be traveling to next, be sure to visit makeyourmoneyone.com slash events. All right, so my focus for season one of the Make Your Money One Show podcast is dedicated to all of my engaged couples and being vigilant with observing financial red flags or financial warnings, if you will like, is an important skill as you prepare to become one. Listen, we have all made dumb mistakes with money. Raise your hand if you have not. I'll wait. Exactly. I don't see anybody hands raised. But these behaviors are dangerous and without humility and change, it's only going to lead to chaos, confusion, destruction, and unfortunately divorce. But guess what? Everything is what I like to call work it outable for the most part. So my goal with this episode is that you and your spouse will identify and understand one another's perspectives so that the Lord can meet and change you and make your marriage all the more stronger. So let's dive into a few financial red flags to recognize. Our first financial red flag to be aware of in your spouse are signs of irresponsibility or if they're behaving recklessly with money. You only live once is their model for sure, for sure. They are here not paying bills on time. They paid on Friday, broke by Monday, just out here living their best lives, swipe, swipe, swiping away. And as we learned in episode six, where I talked about money personalities, yes, it's important to enjoy money by spending it. However, if your excessive spending makes you hold your breath, because when you make a purchase, you're unsure if that purchase will go through, mayday, mayday, we have a problem. This person or this spouse may be behind on bills. They may be neglecting and acting as if their bills and their future are not depending on the present actions and behaviors. So if you're the spouse with the irresponsible financial behaviors, it is time to change. 
you see you lost the right to just do and come as you please once you say I do. It's time that you're made aware of how destructive this behavior is to your spouse and your marital future together. You see, financial irresponsibility is a trust killer for your marriage. No adult wants to even feel like they have to babysit another adult because they constantly make poor decisions. It's exhausting and not what they deserve. But there's hope. It starts with ownership and a commitment to change through consistency. I need you guys to get on the same page, plan and stick to a budget that you both agree to, and put forth the effort to change and show your spouse through your actions that you are ready to create a financially secure future. All right, so another financial red flag to be aware of in your spouse or future spouse is if they are controlling. Controlling usually travels with our homies' restrictions, dismissive behavior or body language and tones, and just being unwilling. And these behaviors just have no place in a marriage. Let's be clear. A controlling trait is not gender-specific. You see, I've witnessed both genders attempt to financially control the decisions of their household. But shout out to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, that reminds us to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Financial control tends to show its ugly face when a spouse makes more money and then uses that as a quote unquote excuse to make all or most of the money decisions. You may also attempt to control a spouse or control might also show its ugly face when you rationalize it by saying, oh, my spouse is just bad with money. So I'll just do most of the work or I'll just take on most of the financial decisions. You see, that's just not fruitful because one, we're both adults And I understand that you might be tempted to control the financial decisions in your marriage or they might be irresponsible with money. Present opportunities for your spouses to level up. Present them with opportunities for your spouse to learn and to improve their financial management skills. Don't take away that. But what's important here is that if you see symptoms of control in your spouse, your future spouse, have the courage and the boldness to call it out. You see, the danger of controlling behavior is that it says to your spouse that they are not your equal. But the way we are made in the image of God is set up, um, we're equal. So listen, if you're the controlling spouse, understand that control is just a manifestation of pride. And you must first repent to God and you must then also apologize to your spouse. Whatever valid reason that you are telling yourselves why you should control most of the financial decisions, whatever reason that you're telling yourself, which may be absolving you of ownership, has to go. Humble yourself, involve your spouse in all of the financial decisions, and work together. All right, so a third financial red flag to be aware of in your spouse is their laziness or if they're oblivious to what's going on financially in their own life as well as in the life of your marriage. 
You see, they are just unaware of the details of the financial picture. They may say things like, oh, honey, don't worry about it. Or, bae, you handle it. I'm good. I don't need help. I'll just have everything. You'll just do everything. It's no big deal. Or we'll deal with that later. So if you're the spouse that might be lazy or oblivious, understand that there's a deeper concern for this type of behavior. You see, this behavior communicates whether you want to or don't intend to. It communicates to your spouse that that your successful financial future is just not a priority. You see, an inactivity is not an option because plans do not become reality unless what? You actually work on them and when you work on them together. So if you're the spouse who may have your head in the clouds and you just rather not be bothered with the ones and the twos and the spreadsheets or just committing to meet with your spouse, make the conscious effort to show up, show that you care, show that you're engaged and show that you want to make your financial future a priority. So show up to those budget meetings, be active, be engaging with the conversations, Share your money goals, share your money dreams, checking with your spouse to see the progress of your financial goals. Just commit to showing up. And our final financial red flag, at least for this episode, to be aware of in your spouse or within is if your spouse is secretive. You see, secrecy is deeper than rap. If folks are out here hiding financial information or selectively disclosing details, your marital foundation is at risk for collision and implosion. And secrecy usually travels with defensiveness and such behavior is just not of the Lord. If you ever said or thought to yourself, I'm grown or just because I'm married doesn't mean I have to answer to anyone, then sis... Bro, you are operating in a spirit of pride and pride does not belong in a Christian marriage. Secrecy says to your spouse that you're not trustworthy. And secrecy is such an intimacy killer and it just does not belong in a marriage where there are two servants of God. So whatever excuse or whatever reason that you might tell yourself why you choose to not disclose everything financially, that's on you. But I want to express the importance of being vigilant with preserving your integrity. You have to preserve that thing at all costs. You see, I love the way Proverbs chapter 22 verse 1 illustrates this point. It reads, a good name is to be more desired than great wealth. So if you know that you're the spouse that is secretive or hiding financial details, apologize and ask for forgiveness. Give no excuses and commit to being an open book. And if you need some practical tips with comfortably talking about money, then please listen to episode three of the podcast because your spouse deserves to have the full financial picture. Okay, guys, so we have another episode in the books. With this episode, just know that none of us walk into our marriages perfect The world wants you to expect perfection from your spouse or your future spouse, but that idea is simply unbiblical. You see, red flags are to be taken seriously. However, if you're engaged, know that these warning signs are work-it-outable. 
You see, these red flags should grab your attention, but also have the courage to call out these behaviors because they're just not conducive to winning in marriage, let alone winning financially in marriage. And if you're a newlywed, hopefully my tips in this episode, again, give you the courage to then work through these behaviors. You see, we are usually blind to our own shortcomings, but God in his perfect love tends to use our spouses to sharpen and refine areas that we need help in. So yeah, hopefully I've encouraged you to know that there is hope if you're willing to both humble yourself and to do the work if you're the spouse that might have some of these financial red flag behaviors. Can't believe that we are almost at the end of season one of the Make Your Money One show. Thank you so much for rocking with your girl and listening week after week. Be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a rating here in iTunes or whatever platform that you're on. That really helps me to rank and gain more exposure, which will allow me to help and impact couples all over the world. And I will be back next week with another episode of the Make Your Money One show. Bye, guys.